So basically, the year is 2014, and I am burnt out. I am, um, I'm done. I'm toast. Uh, I'm ready to just end a lot of things, and I'm ready to go. Start something new, start a whole new journey. I was, um, on the verge of quitting the only place that I have known professionally for 12 years. And uh, I was ready to leave. I was ready to start something new. That that place was not making me feel um, good about myself. And it, and it wasn't giving me reassurance on my future, the future of the city of Austin, Texas. Um, so, so many things were coming in. So, um, you know, I ended up getting like a part-time gig while I'm still working this full-time um, uh, job. And, uh, you know, a wonderful friend was telling me, you know, you just gotta find that Band-Aid, you know. Uh, just get the Band-Aid and uh, hopefully you can kind of move on. It'll take steps, it'll take time. So yeah, I got I got the part-time wedding gig. I was a videographer, editor, 
as I'm still working for this other place. And, um, and yeah, and, you know, started kind of figuring out some stuff, making some connections. And there's a place, um, there's a town called Cedar Park, and some former co-workers at the job, um, at my current job, where, uh, you know, worked for the city council in Cedar Park. And, uh, yeah, I was reaching out to them. They needed some help with editing and um, video recording council meetings, stuff like that. So, yeah, I jumped on it, and I was like, hey, that that is your second part-time job. You already have one. Let's get the other one. That way you can leave. Never quit a fucking job without having something lined up. If you're good on finances, I guess that's fucking cool. Um, if it works out for you, great. But, like, don't just quit a job um, like that without having some type of backup. It's a bad idea. And I know young people do it quite often because they can't depend it on their folks or maybe they have money saved, saved up. I'm, I'm going to go for the latter on that one. So, yeah, um, I quit. You know, I put in my two weeks. Um, and just so happened to be my last day was July 4th, 2014. So... You know, I'm trying to make myself happy. And I didn't know how to do it, but slowly but surely it's starting to happen, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, that was, like, one of the best times. The only thing, honestly, that kept me going throughout my time at that place before leaving after 12 years was being in a band um that was like the love of my life straight up i adored every moment of it and i had never been in a band and i lucked out because i'm doing this thing with my best friends you know i went to school with these cats Yeah, we, um, we were playing gigs, we were creating music, we were creating a great experience for ourselves to remember. We did it sort of late, um, but I think, I, at least I thought that that was like, you know, that was a better route, which I think it still technically is, it's a better route. You just gotta like see your way through it and, you know, pursue it. If that's, if that's the idea, then pursue that shit. And... Was fucking happy, right? You know, we're playing 
gigs around town. Um, some were like, you know, were the same venues. We're the new kids on the block, so like we're still playing, you know, the you know the venues that some of the other bands have already like graduated from and all that stuff, and they've moved on to you know bigger and better venues. And not to say that the venues that we were we were that we were playing that weren't great venues. It's just like it's just like it's like a hierarchy there. You know, you just got to start out small and let's play at this joint and we got to play here just to gain fans and, you know, get heads in. But I'm having the time of my life and um, playing these amazing, you know, to me, these are just really great shows and not every show was great. You know, not every show should be great. You should have these really shit shows. Um, But we were having a really great time and I was, I'm the drummer and, 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 you know, I had never played drums before, so I had started at a really late late age. Um, I'm what you call a late bloomer, and to a lot of cases, I am, I am a late bloomer. So, um, yeah, we we played all these gigs and put on these shows and um, just making a really great experience out of it. And uh, things started going slightly downhill. You know, I'm not going to get into the logistics of all of all of that, but let's just say that um, the focus was going elsewhere for members of the band, right? So that's all I had, honestly. That's how I felt. That's all I had. So I had to leave this job, and that place wasn't making me happy. But the only thing that was was me playing in this fucking band. You know, so. Again, left the job, got these two new part-time jobs. I'm doing that, and I'm having a, you know, hey, you got, you're having to start over. And we're still kind of like knocking around, but we just stopped playing gigs. Like, we just stopped playing playing live. So we were trying to focus on, like, creating more, you know, more new, new music. And we just weren't getting there. Just wasn't happening. So, like, I'm slowly declining, and I just wasn't feeling good. And, um... My health was starting to, you know, show a little bit, you know, like, you know, the unhealthy side of it. And, uh, you know, fast forward, did some other stuff, uh, started doing stunt training and all this other shit. And then, uh, you know, my partner was, was like, yo, I have this opportunity to go to Chicago. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, cool. Um, all right. And, you know, you're just kind of just sitting back because I had never lived anywhere else. I've only known Austin, Texas. That's it. Well, you know, in the outskirts. I've only known Texas. That's it. I've flown to other places but never lived. And so, you know, I'm having to really think about this. And um, I just said, you know, fuck it. Because I felt like the band wasn't going anywhere. I knew that we weren't going to be doing anything. The focus was going elsewhere. So I just jumped at it, and I left. And I told my brothers, hey, I'm leaving. We're going to Chicago. Um, There's a great opportunity for one of us, maybe both of us, but, you know, I'm going to see this thing through and see what happens. So, yeah, we pack up all our stuff, make the road trip, right? We make the trip. I get to Chicago. I, yeah, I'm there, fuck, um, 
my partner hits the ground running and it's amazing she's succeeding and um fuck i'm um i'm just spinning wheels you know what i mean i kind of knew that i was gonna have a hard time trying to find a find another gig like i felt it but i just didn't believe it enough and uh yeah things were not looking great for me and that's 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 off the top like that's off bat so i started looking at fuck it let's look at some um the service industry why not you got friends in the service industry you know it's still money you know you gotta pay bills man and i tried it and no one would hire me and i didn't mean nobody would hire me because they looked at my resume and they said why would you leave a, a gig like this why why would you leave a a career, a career, 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 like this for the service industry and starters, like, and that's how they would talk to me, honestly. And you know, that's kind of disrespectful, right? You know, there are people who actually thrive in the service industry because that's what they're meant to do. They're great at that communication style delivery, right? Um. And there's way more to it than that. And, uh, yeah, no one would hire me. So, I decided to go back to Texas. I gave myself, like, three months, I think. I said, let's just go back. So, you know, I'm embarrassed. I'm having to leave my partner. I'm having to go back home. I didn't even tell anybody. Like, no one really knew that I was there. Um, more due to the shame of it and also too like it just I was hell bent on trying to work so why would I want to go see people and hang out that's not the point so uh, down the street but from my parents place I ended up living with them basically and uh, they this restaurant ended up uh, giving me a, a job so you know, I'm starting out as, you know, the busser and, um, you know, a runner a little bit, uh, but mainly just a busser. And then they wanted to move me up to working behind a bar, not even a, a, a bar back, just a bar bartender. They liked me. I think that they expected me to stay and they wanted me to stay, but I had to get, I had to get back to Chicago. I couldn't just leave, you know, and not come back. So... Three months go by, I get, I get, um, you know, <laughs> the experience, right, on my resume, and I take it back to Chicago. The moment I arrive in Chicago, I hit the ground running. I start going to other, you know, service jobs, service industry jobs, the, all, the, all, all these restaurants and barista shops and all this shit. Same thing happens again. No one's taking me seriously. No, everyone's like baffled. Like, how? Why, dude? What are you doing, and why are you here? Like, this isn't for you, because my work experience doesn't show that I could fucking do labor. Basically, there was something on there that kind of showed it, but it wasn't that. Um, but they, because all they saw was video production. That's all that they saw. It's me picking up a camera and editing and 
working for, um, you know, TV. So, again, so, like, I'm baffled, too, and I'm confused, and I'm like, dude, this isn't gonna, gonna work, so my depression is getting worse and worse and worse, and I'm like, whatever. So, eventually, eventually, I started hounding a company, a restaurant. I started hounding them about me, about hiring me. Don't worry about the resume. I'm a hard worker and I, I can do shit. And they needed a bar back. And um, I was like, dude, I can do this. Stop tripping, let me in. So after hound, hounding them for like weeks and weeks, they ended up hiring me, right? I think his name was Raphael. He hired me. And um, he was like their interim GM or something like that at that time. Yeah. So I start I started working for this restaurant. I'm working. And, you know, great. Money's coming in, but I'm not working many hours because they're weak. They're out the, like Monday through Thursday. It's just garbage for them. They get no service whatsoever. So I start doing the gig all right mind you i'm in we lived in chicago for damn near three years so i'm at this place for like two and a half years and um things are getting worse <laughs> you would you would have thought that things were getting better but as i'm still working at this place i'm still trying to uh apply to these other places that are that are more suited for what I've been doing for the last, you know, some odd years. And nothing's coming through. Nothing. I mean like nothing. And I'm just getting so tired and I'm and, and I'm and I'm getting fed up and I'm working behind the bar and I started becoming irresponsible. I'm drinking a lot. And I'm drinking consistently behind the bar, after the bar, full disclosure before the bar, before I show up to work, I'm already drinking. It was getting bad, and, you know, maybe I hit it fairly well. Maybe I did. I'm pretty sure I fucking didn't. Um, uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm losing my shit. Like, I'm losing it. I'm not having fun anymore. I hate my life. I hate what's going on. I, didn't, I wasn't blaming anyone but myself. And mind you, I just broke up with my friends. Like, I, I ended a relationship. It was already going down the gutter, right? But, 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 you know, I left. And I felt like it was, you know, I blamed me for all of it. I blamed myself. And I just could not get over that. So I'm... I'm still thinking about that. I'm still trying to, like, create certain things. I have my drum kit with me in, in the fucking apartment. And I'm getting in trouble from neighbors. Um, you know, I'm just trying to create. I'm just trying to make myself happy and stay alive. I couldn't do it, man. I just couldn't do it. And it just got worse. It got really bad. Oh, oh man. Where the fuck am I? Shit. Ugh, I gotta stop this shit. Oh. 
Oh my god, it fucking stinks down here. I need to get the fuck out of here right now. Excuse me, excuse me, move, move, please, thank you, move, excuse me. And um, eventually, we got an opportunity to leave. So I could transfer, and then my partner can can uh, transfer as well. And that's what happened. So we ended up coming here into Southern California. And um, mind you, you know, I'm still trying to make things right. right with myself. I hadn't done that. So I come to Chicago, and then I come to Southern California with baggage. Like, straight up baggage. And I don't think any, I mean, obviously no one knows me, even in Chicago. Like, I met some really amazing people, and I have some, still have some really, really, really great friends. And people that I do consider family. Um, who still live there. But I don't think they even knew, like, truly, like, what the fuck was going on with me. Um, and even the new people at the restaurant in Chicago, they didn't fucking know me. And they just know that there's this dude who's showing up who's quiet. And who's working his ass off, by the way, but quiet. And, um, maybe has an attitude every now and again and all this shit. It's just... I was going through a lot, but I was trying to be the nicest that I could be. Like, and that's really difficult. But I was trying to be nice, and I really hope that I didn't like um, make anyone feel, you know, awful. And I hope I didn't say anything to anyone that 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 was just uncalled for. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I am in Southern California, transferred, and let's do this thing again. Let's start over, still at the same exact company that I already don't like, um, but let's figure this out, and, you know, still, same damn thing, guys. Same thing, still drinking. <laughs> still drinking a lot, and I couldn't stop drinking. Um, my weight before leaving Chicago was out of control, in my opinion. I was hurt. My knees were going to shit. 
Um, I was injuring myself at work without really telling people, per se. Um, I was in bad shape. And I'm talking about bad shape. Um, and, you know, I'm still, I, I was still working through all of that, coming back to, or ar- arriving in Southern California. And although still working at, you know, a terrible place, I was starting to feel better a little bit, but still drinking. And what killed it, what what helped, was not only the Pacific Ocean, the sun, the environment, going hiking, all that stuff. I had to pull the trigger. I had to do it. And this is the only time I've ever done this. I fucking quit. I didn't put in two weeks notice. I fucking quit. Because I got into a... The tolerance just went out the window. And I got into an argument with some people behind the bar and I just got fed up with everything you know I let my manager know what what's what's going on this is bullshit so I left I was upset and I fucking left and um, I wrote them a letter or you know an email and I um, explained that my mental health is way more important than what's going on at this establishment and there's no accountability, and um, I need to take care of myself, and you guys are making it very hard for me, so let me do you guys a favor, and let me leave. I will leave, because nothing's going to change, so let's leave. So I did that. I left. Hey, and guess what? I started feeling better about myself. I started losing weight I started getting back into shape I began to get a little more happier I started this thing that I'm on right now this podcast was created in 2018 and um felt better which I mean the podcast was already going before I even quit but you know this was me trying to make myself feel better uh I started feeling better. I started healing. And that's one of the things that I think that no one takes seriously whenever you're going through these times is healing. Whenever you are depressed, your mental health needs a huge um, eval, evaluation. Um, you need to start healing. And, 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 and that's what happened to me. Am I 100%? Absolutely not. But I am well off. <laughs> I'm way better than I was, uh, you know, some years ago. So, um, I'm, uh, I'm definitely a huge advocate for for getting your shit together when you're going through a mental crisis. You need to start looking inward, looking at yourself, look at your environment, see if that's the issue. Um, You know, it does take time. This shit takes a lot of time. So if you look at it now, it's been like six years. It basically took me, uh, basically it took me six years to 
really start feeling better. Some people move a lot quicker, I think, but you might not want to lie to yourself. Um, took six years. So it takes time. Depression is real. Getting outside, vitamins, exercising, socializing with the people that you care about. Um, if you have a way of getting on a bicycle and going for a ride, um, journals, if you're a creator of some sorts, create the music, create the, that painting, make a short film or something, um, read books, you know, it can get, get yourself some plants, man. Become that person who just has a jungle of fucking plants because in the process of healing, you're also like nurturing something at the same time. That's why people get animals, you know? They get dogs and cats and shit because it's comforting and they're nurturing something, especially if they're not at a point where they want to have kids. Um, um, or they may never want kids, but this fluffy motherfucker over here in the corner or who's sitting in my lap is the love of my life and is taking care of me, and we're taking care of each other. You know what I mean? Um, sorry to get like, a little like, hippie there. I hate hippies. Um, but <laughs> I feel a lot better, but this is what the process, I think, is. Some people also need therapy. I've yet to go to a therapist. Not saying that I, I don't need one or that I'm anti-therapist. No, I just... Haven't I haven't gotten there yet, and I'm that person that likes to try and do shit for myself first to see if I can pull myself out of it, you know? Um, I try not to sur surrender so quickly, if that makes any sense. Um, I like to do it myself first uh, before letting people in into my world of discomfort and, you know, dysfunction and all that stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I'm still trying to create. I'm still writing things in my journal of sorts. I'm still trying to make myself feel at ease and feel better about life because it it's, you know, this is it, man. Like, this is what we're dealt with, right? Some people, well, there's a lot of people who have a higher hand in that, but there's a lot of people that are also, if you think money is the root of it, you know, that's going to make you happy. And no, we've seen, if you've, if you've seen any documentaries, if you've read books, I mean, you know, there's a, there are people who are fucking miserable, billionaires who are mi miserable, who are losing their marriages. You know, it, it, it's uh, Kanye West is one, Kanye West is one of them. Uh, Jeff Bezos is another one. Money's not everything. You need to check in with, with yourself. It helps to pay, pay for things and do those things. But at the end of it, money cannot purchase a cure for depression. You can get like a little placebo and fuck yourself up even more. Or you can just take the longer route. And... Um, really start to work on yourself, talk to yourself, figure it out, meditate, 
um, surround yourself around some beautiful fucking people um, who can honestly understand you and, you know, understand what you're going through. So, yeah, I encourage you all to, if you are going through depression and you have mental illness, especially if it's like in your bloodline, like, yeah, recognize that shit and, you know, let's, let's get some help, right? The key is to get the help so you're not off injuring yourself and others, you know? The brain is a very delicate um, piece of meat. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, this is the most personal that I have talked about myself before. I'm not really into it, but I'm doing this right now because I feel like it needs to happen. So, um, but I would love to say, not naming names, but I would love to say thank you to, um, I would like to say thank you to the people that have been in my life, um, throughout the years of helping me, even if they didn't even know that they were helping me. Um, there's only a handful of people I think that know that they played a, you know, a pretty decent role and, uh, helping me because I decided to get a little bit of help from the outside. So thank you very much. I appreciate you. I love you very much. And, um, yeah, good times, good times all around. Right. All right. How are we going to celebrate today? Let's do, Let's do some code. Some people will never understand what it's like to fall in love with something, a person, a place, a thing, and that's not their fault. It is what it is. Um, don't string people along on your own journey. If it's your own journey, and if no one wants to be there for the ride, no one wants to hop on, um, that's... Just let them go. Don't keep forcing it to happen because it's not going to fucking happen. If it's not meant to be, if it's not genuine, if it's not uh, authentic um, organic, then it's not going to happen. It just, just won't. So these are the things that I have learned over the years. So I'm on my own journey. I'm doing my own thing. And we'll see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. So, we'll see.